Brant Snedeker gets to fucking get back on TV. <laughs> Where is that guy been a hundred years? I can't believe he's not on the live tour. I know. Why wouldn't you go there? There's so many of them that it makes so much sense to go there, I think. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 102 of From the Jingweeds. I think we might have to stop getting ring of the 100 and we'll just start back by saying episode two and it'll just be known by super fans that were <laughs> long beyond that. <laughs> Hashtag O2. Watching the Canadian Umpen. Couldn't get a hold of the fucking Live Tour. Was watching a little bit of that on the TV, on the phone earlier. On the, I guess you're going to go through mm-hmm. their website. Is Do you know if somebody's going to grab? Somebody's got to grab that. I mean, if there's that much money, then they just pay somebody to fucking broadcast it, right? I don't know. I think, think I, I heard it would be through YouTube. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how you watch it. I guess I didn't, they didn't broadcast the draft. On Tuesday, which probably would have been something that would have been probably pretty smart to do. I know when you get when you watch it, you know it shows their names and then it shows all these little logos. Well, they have teams. Yeah, I know the team. What were the names of the cheesiest, like the Jawbreakers and the Fireballs Uh, and some just ridiculous? Kind of along the only one. God, I can't even think. The I want to say the Rocket Balls or something like that was Sergio's team. I know Phil's logo. Phil's logo is a skull and crossbones. Fits him good. You see, he came rolling in on a Harley leather jacket and facial hair. I that mean, guy's having a mental... Jeremy texted me. He goes, do you get a feeling of a little bit of NWO, WCW days of like Hollywood <laughs> Hogan? It kind of is. You know, with that. But this is Four my, aces. Four the, aces. The high flyers. The punch, the cliques, the iron heads. Smash, Crushers, Majestics, Stinger, Fireballs, Niblix, and the Torque. Wow. I mean, that's that's a rough that's a rough on the name <laughs> selection. Um, my feeling towards it, I think, is fuck it, let it be the way it is. If if you gave me the chance to do my job, whatever golf course I wanted to work at. Anytime I wanted to work at half the fucking rate that I'm going to do, do really whatever I want and show up when I want um, and pay me just to be there, not really to perform, I'm fucking in. I know, but so if you're already getting paid to show up, right? Like a, a major league baseball player, hockey player, you paid when you show up. Especially when you get the big contracts, sometimes you see dudes fall off after they get the two hundred million dollar deal. It's like, all right, I'm set for life. Phil's got a four hundred million dollar deal or two hundred million dollar deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Does he does he just shut off the practice now? Maybe you don't have to grind so hard, Dustin Johnson, because you're already guaranteed one hundred twenty million, one hundred seventy million bucks. That's what I'm saying, isn't that? Is I, why not get be into in that? There smashing balls forty hours a week, I mean, or is it like mm, I can do twenty because I just signed a hundred million dollar ticket? I think that's what they're going to do. It's a cash grab. I mean, I would look at it as a cash them. grab. Yeah, no, you cannot. Somebody believe. offered me, if the Saudis bought Rio Verde Country Club and said, we're going to pay you $10 million to stay, $50 million, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm set for fucking life. But you don't have to come every day. Right. And you and know just what? Just be here when you want to be here. And we'll just move you around from golf course to golf course every couple of weeks. And you and can the, just And the days you thing. show up, there's a chance to make more money. Guaranteed. Yeah. Right? So they're guaranteed to walk it with some money, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then they got the team it's, aspect of it, uh, which the names are fucking yeah, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I mean, for fuck's sake, just name them after the clubs but, in the bag. So, I mean, there is a niblet. What, what's the game? Can we do games? I think like I don't want to start. Right? No. Start I, no. Could you do a train wreck situation? You know, I don't know what really it they're going to do with the, the game. WWE, whatever it is. I just think it's more of like kind of your FedEx points, and then your point is cumulative. But I think there's possibility that they're going to play like two man best balls and stuff like that with teammates. That makes it fun. The other cool part is. Uh, we get to see a little bit more of golf courses, the international in Massachusetts. Uh, it's like two towns over from mine, three mm-hmm. towns. Uh, that has two courses, and it was legendary back then, at least when I was in high school, is they have a green that I believe is a half acre, and it's got a swale in the middle of it that if you're down on the bottom of the swale, you can't find the flag. Really? Yeah. Um, and then they had the Tiger Tees built when Tiger barely got in 8,000 yards they can stretch it to. <laughs> yeah, at one point it was one of the longest golf courses in the world. What's, what are we doing? You know, what do you do? Just keep cutting trees back, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay, put the tee there just to get it there. And we're never going to use this, but it's on the scorecard. How, how long is that round? If mm-hmm. me and you go play 8,000 yards, mm-hmm. we'll be out there five and a half hours. I'm sure it's just like at GCU. They take the purples, which are no the way. tips. They take them out. They just remove, and it's only for college tournaments. And that's and they, just like um, a gila, right? Yep. They can stretch it like 7,800 or something. Yep. Remember some of those holes? It was fucking way back. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's what they do. They don't even put markers out there yeah. to even entice the public to get up there. It sucks. He's still going to mow that. Oh, yeah. He's still going to mow it. Still going to water it. Still going to do everything to it. it. Yeah. Fertilize it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's nice that you get some different golf courses, I think, that wouldn't, you know, that. I don't know, the PGA Tour didn't want to go to. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll see ones quite possibly, probably possibly not, is ones that are a little bit more like our tracks. You know, just see, I don't they're think... not dialed golf courses with thousands of well, PGA. You know, <laughs> money. Yeah, true. Uh, but, I mean, that Pine Needles is set up to be, you know, the yeah. Women's U.S. Open, It's Pine Needles is set up to be that just like Pinehurst is no, I know. bare. Yeah, you know, for sure. Let it cook when it cooks. If it rains, it gets green. Fuck it. There's a lot that goes into like select, for the PGA Tour to select. Like the ability to get around mm-hmm. for the public. Like all that shit goes into it. So yeah, a place like mine wouldn't be a good candidate because it's not an easy place to move people. Correct. Yeah. And that's what I'm I'm not saying like no, the, the I, golf course like ours, but you've just seen it like without yeah. the three yeah. years four years prior yeah. to or not the 18 holes with the four million dollar budget and 60 dudes yeah and maybe planned the, on yeah you know planned on being there so all i got 12 those dudes extras. including me you know what i mean yeah Here, let's go at it that would be great <laughs> you I know mean, what i'm saying yeah uh the crowd obviously I mean, wasn't very big change public perception of golf oh for because sure because the dude from the dude paying 40 bucks to the dude paying 400 bucks that's this is what they know golf to be mm-hmm. this is the expectation yeah right so when they show up and there's a little barrier over there or this area is not that great it's like whoa what the fuck i paid 40 bucks yep so, no i totally get it and i mean that's I, why we kind of want to talk about it on this thing is what we go through to try and create that you know, what is on TV here today? The Canadian Open. I have no idea what golf course it's at. It's obviously sick. Did you see the fucking crane they had for 18 in 
number one team, 18 green. Uh-uh. I think it's 30 people. They put in a crane and, ho- and hoist it up. And you get like a half an hour up in that thing. Oh, really? Yeah, and you just hang from a crane in this platform. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy sent me a tweet, or not a tweet, a uh, message yesterday. So he's a uh, Homer Simpson of back in Boston, occupational safety manager. So he gets all the news of all the bad things on safety. Uh, security guard died at really? at the country club, uh, fell off a platform, security guard. And apparently, <laughs> possibly, the maintenance crew found him in the morning. Oh, like no. a night watchman. Oof. Fell off a platform, no railing. And passed away. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine what that's going to turn into. I imagine that's going to be a little bit of a shit show. Maybe he shouldn't have been up there. Maybe he was snoozing on the job. Dude, I, I, OSHA's not anybody you want to mess around with. No. As soon as they show up, you might as well start signing checks. Yeah. Because they ain't leaving without money. <laughs> yeah, I know it's that's not worth fact. their time. Yeah, but sad story to have that happen to probably some guy that was just like oh yeah i'll watch i'll do the night shift we had an osha situation one i had to deal with and so i had to do an interview and it was about the dude claimed that there was no seatbelt on the backhoe it flipped and there was and And he's like well is there a seatbelt on there and i was like yeah he's like how long has it been on i was like it's original he's like yeah but did you put one on it later i was like it's the same questions but worded different every time yeah and didn't you have the argument with the operator that he needed to put his seatbelt on? He was yeah. an older school it, yeah. guy mm-hmm. that was just like, yeah. I'm not wearing it. I'm not it. wearing it because if this thing flips, I need to jump. It's the same with like when you're, we're overseas in the trucks. If my yeah. truck gets hit by an RBG, I don't want to be buckled in. I don't want to be able to jump out. Yeah. It's I the same know. thing. Like, And you know what killed, hurt him? He jumped out when it started to flip. Yeah. If he was buckled in, he would have been fine. Yeah. I can see maybe on a loader that's got a roof or a roll bar or whatever, but some of it our had, machines. It has a roll bar. It's like, a backhoe with a roll bar. Yeah, I think of like our spray, my spray rig. It's got a roll bar. Yeah. Um, But the in between the like that thing goes over, I'm fucked because I barely fit in the thing anyways. Yeah, but the fifty eight hundred. Yeah. If that thing rolls, you're gonna be want to end. You don't want the roll bar to land on you. Uh, See, I I spray the hill on eighteen usually in the same direction with my seat on the high side. And if it starts going anywhere, I'm just jumping left and the machine's going to go right. That's how I look at it. Not smart, but yeah. so for all you well, OSHA people. Well, you start people, rolling down 18. It, you probably just shouldn't spray it. Right. <laughs> well, I do. And uh, there's, there's one area I cannot. Yeah. Well, I just don't trust the machine. But no. the other part of it, it's like the end of the tank. I don't go up there first thing or when it's wet. You oversee that thing, right? Yeah. Ever yeah. thought of not? Just not? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, other than then I'm going to get the weeds, then I'm going to have to spray that, you know, for weeds and things like that. You just spray pre-emergent once instead of wheel up and down it. I don't know. I don't know. Wheeling up and down it with the tractor and the Lily on it is, or maybe the uh, workmen's because they're a little bit lower center of gravity. We use we do a Lily. No, Lily and a uh, and a workman pulling it, and we go in two directions twice. Yeah, Javier does it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's so dry then. Kind of at an angle, you know. And it's not probably as perfect as you you would do in the fairways. It's just kind of get it up there and turn the water on. Indian Wells, we had a wash. And then it has almost a slope like 18. I remember remember seeing that thing just bare knuckle. Oh, yeah. Just hold on to your seat. Yeah. I used to do it in the tractor with the PTO Lily and go straight up and down it. And that seemed to be easier. Uh, just when it's so dry, because by then I've got the Bermuda sprayed out. It's mm-hmm. crispy. 
and you know get enough grip on it but yeah going up it too is a little gnarly because it feels like it's going to flip backwards with all the weight in the back but it's got the little bars on the front after once or twice it's not so bad but yeah i typically would i mean i'm always got the button on the seatbelt on a lot of things ready to eject (laughs) rather than ride it out but I don't I've know if I want to ride out the 5800 buckled into that. No, exactly. Just, That's what I mean. Imagine like your body whipping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not spraying that thing with, you know, me on the downside. Mm. I'm always on the high side of it in case I get to go one direction, just let it go. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's been times where you're sitting literally right on the edge of the seat. You're like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I was going to, oh, man. Because when I, I've lost, con- not control, but it slipped on me on the back of 14. And it's just, you, you know, there's so much weight in it. It's like, you're fucking, here we go. Just hold on. Luckily, nothing's there, but you're fucking spinning around and sliding. You're just sliding. There's nothing worse than a spray rig breaking loose on a hill. <laughs> what happened to me at Indian Wells spraying this little hillside? Busted the back end, broke loose, and the 5800 started sliding backwards towards, like, this big-ass canal. I was like, this is fucking it. I was, like, buckled in, reeling backwards. Luckily, like the sand was super. Once I got in the sand, yeah, it just buried it. But I was like, like the runaway truck ramps. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It it was. I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, when I was driving across country, I watched a fucking rig go through one of those things. No shit. Yeah. (laughs) As it's coming down the hill, and it's like, what the fuck? And I'm driving the biggest U-Haul with a trailer and a little Nissan Sentra (laughs) on the back of it. And I'm looking in the mirror, and this fucking dude is just honking. We're coming down. This was in Wyoming, coming down this fucking hill. Wyoming, or maybe we had gotten into Utah by then. But anyways, coming down this fucking giant windy thing, and he's blasting the horn, flashing lights. You move over, and it's like, holy shit, that thing just went by and came around the corner, and it had just settled into just a cloud of dust. That's got to be the scariest fucking thing. Those things fucking work. Because that yeah. truck did not make it very far up no. that thing. It just sunk. Yeah. And there was so probably another 200 yeah. yards yeah. of that ramp that it could have gone if it <laughs> needed to go. just hitting that, going 70 miles an hour? Or imagine just being in there and just tapping the brake and realizing, I've got a full load of fuel or yeah. whatever the fuck it was. And you're just like, I'm... if. I'm going to blow my horn and flash my lights. These fucking people don't get out of the way. They're dead because yeah. nothing's stopping me. And then you're just like, I mean, you probably drive those roads enough that you know that oh, around this corner there's a runaway truck ramp. And fucking hold on. God. Going around some of those corners. Like I think of like coming down the 17 here from like Flagstaff down. Mm-hmm. Imagine your truck. There's no runaway truck ramps there. There's none? No. And um, you're coming down there. There's the only ones are on the 87 going to like pace in the other okay. direction. But you're coming down that fucking on a Sunday <laughs> yeah. when people are coming all back from Flagstaff with their way too bigger, you know, toy hauler and trailers and they're 87 years old driving their big truck or whatever. <laughs> and they stink at driving it. And here you go. No brakes and no place to go. And those turns are tight. Yeah, they're nasty. I'm surprised we don't read more about issues on that road and there's always an issue yeah you know it's if you're staying up in flagstaff on a weekend in the summertime and you're coming back to the valley it's either get your ass up even the winter yeah true because they're coming back skiing Skiing. and all that shit it's just either get up so early or wait till 
seven o'clock, eight o'clock to did try I, and come back down. I tell you the time I went to Flagstaff, took the family sledding, and uh, like got up in the morning, went up like on a Saturday, coming back Sunday, uh, get up there and get up in the morning to leave, and it was like. The ways had to take me like through town. I was like, "Why aren't we just fucking hop- hopping on the interstate and get out of here?" Yeah. So whatever, like I've all, I've learned from too many mistakes to just trust ways. Like if it says fucking take the road yeah. through here, just the dirt road through the lagoon, just fucking do it. <laughs> so anyway, so we take it and I get on the interstate. Like traffic is fucking stopped. And I get home, read the news. Turns out those people were on that thing for like twenty four fucking hours. Holy shit! It was freezing cold. They're running out of gas. Oh. Like, no food. They're just stuck on the interstate there. there. It wasn't maybe 24 hours. It was definitely overnight and, like, for a long time where people were, like, running out of gas wow. and but freezing. It was, I was like, holy shit. Good thing. Again, if I didn't trust Waze, I would have just been in yeah. on the on-ramp. Like. Yeah, it'll clear out soon. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, Google that. See if there's a red line. This with will a, pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's 2022. They'll get plows out there. <laughs> It's like seven of them in the state. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, yeah, how about who's? Uh, it's funny. Who else you think's going on the live? Ricky. Ricky's, Ricky's gone. gone. Bryson's going. They didn't Matthew Wolf on the little promo, so that would. I, I don't know why. Why any like if you are an offer for any amount of million, hundred million, eighty million, just. How long does mm-hmm. that take you to make that on tour? Right. And then the PGA Tour is saying that all these guys are not allowed to play in anything. The Masters has come out and said these guys aren't playing in it. Oh, Ryder really? Cup, yeah. President's Phil Cup. Phil wore an, Augusta, um, an yeah. Augusta National jacket on oh, yesterday, really? I believe. Oh, maybe he was trying to give it a little sucky, sucky to the guys. I don't know. Uh, but apparently they're not They can play in the U.S. Open. Yes. It's not a PGA-sanctioned yep. event. None of the majors are PGA. Uh, well... PGA Championship. PGA Championship. Yeah, that's the only one. Should be the only one. But, anywho, they should, I don't know. It's just an interesting but thing. I, and I just, I think the PGA Tour What's maybe should just let it just happen. Why do they care? I don't know. They're probably going to lose. I think they're going to lose more of them. Okay, so you, you lose them and you don't let them play, then you don't have them. You let them go play in the live... And you can still play on tour. You still capture that player, right? Right, at some events. Well, something's going to have to change in the PGA then because in the live, they pay for your caddy. They pay your caddy fee. They pay for the caddy's hotel. They pay for your hotel. On the PGA tour, you have to fly your caddy out. Mm -hmm. You have to find your own housing, which if you're guys like Justin Thomas or the top dudes, it's taken care of. Right, yeah. But if you're the dude that's not barely making cuts, it's like, you're not. Right. It's a lot of money to go do that. Like Gooch. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. on there. He won once this year, I think, on right. tour. But he's, what, 50-something, maybe 60th on tour ranking. And you're not guaranteed cash because you got to make the cut. Yeah. These dudes on live are guaranteed to make money no I matter th- what. I think, in my feeling, is I think the PGA Tour should have probably just kind of let it happen and let's see how this shakes they were, out. They thought there's no fucking way, so they didn't even bat an eye at it. And then it's legit. Yeah. And that's what I mean is they should have kind of watched it happen and reacted later as it comes. Because now they're like, okay, you're all gone. Well, what's to say, you know, Rory and the other guys, oh, I'm staying with the PGA Tour forever. 
after one year kind of look over and go, well, those that dudes, seems the, like the a dudes real... that the resigned can get their thing back in a year. They're not banned. So that's how you find the loophole. You resign from the PGA Tour, and then a year you try to go get it back. So oh. you can go on live tour for a year. And then, so the PGA, I don't think the PGA Tours figure out how to, how to fix that yet. Change the rules. They're going to have to change their bylaws, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. But that's an easy... But that, that's why these dudes are like, hey, I'll resign my card. And then I'll just come back in a year. If this doesn't work, I'll come back in a year. Now, the dudes that didn't and got kicked out, I think that's different. I'm fucking pissed that I wasn't able to use ha- a couple of them in my survivor pool. And now they're off the list. You think Liv Tour's looking for some superintendents? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm in. Sign me up. Guaranteed. The only problem... I, 300000 The only problem everybody has with the Live Tour is Saudi Arabia, which is... It's completely understandable because they are the biggest pieces of human shit. Uh, we all know 9-11. And yeah. how many, what was it, 19 of whatever the, the terrorists were mm-hmm. from Saudi Arabia. It's a shithole. But again, you're also faced with, here's $100 million. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's like, yeah. I think your family's set for life. Your kids are set for life. Their kids are set for life. And all you got to do is keep your mouth shut. Because mm-hmm. what happens when one of them starts yapping about them? one of them get fucking whacked you know it's true possibility who knows i mean what's that singer it's not like our government's not in bed with air you know what i mean if then we've got to step up to the plate and be like fuck them yeah you know what i mean but i don't think that's gonna happen it can't because it's money right money and entertainment people at the end of the day they're just gonna want for me and you type people that just sit there it's just entertain me somehow some way whether it's this tv show this sporting event a little bit of this controversy about, you know, between two tours fighting with each other over players. My biggest question are the people that hungry for golf. Now, we like it because we're in the industry. Right. And, uh, I, and honestly, like, I don't sit and watch most events. I watch the players. I watch all the majors. But I don't get fired up for the Canadian Open. No, it's one of those things for me. Right. I'd rather watch this, though, than half of the other shit that's on tv you know sure, like, like while you're, you're out back barbecuing yeah. or whatever it's 100%. on this you know are people seeking more golf probably not no no so how, that's where i don't know where this is going to make money oh look at oh just hanging on the lipper yeah. but yeah I don't. I have no idea. I just think it's good. I think it's good for the game of golf that there's another yeah. competitive league. We're talking you know, about it. Everybody's American League, it. National you League. Look. You know, it's it's going to be way. This is my feeling. Way that. better than the XFL or the USFL trying to compete with the yeah, NFL because you're still got the top players. XFL has got the dudes that didn't make it. Correct. But I've seen that comparison. Oh, it's just like XFL or USFL. No, it's not. no. Dustin Johnson's on their tour. <laughs> I know. You ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and that's what I think it is. And there's more money. You know, that's that's the I just don't know. Now, if you told me that we got an American League and a National League and at the end of the year we're going to have a tournament who's better. Like, I'm fucking all in mm-hmm. on that. Lefties versus righties. Be <laughs> Phil, Mike Weir, Brian, what's his name? Sweet. Yeah. Exactly. You got 128 on three. Me. What the fuck? Me, because they're searching for people. <laughs> Just dying for people. <laughs> Any lefties out there, you got Big Ed, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll do it. We got to drink beers while we play, though. That would be the oh. stipulation for the guys in the bottom ring. Who else is a lefty I just talked to? 
somebody in your league, right? In the Sunday or in the uh, GCU league, men's league. Oh well, TJ's TJ. In it. Yeah, that's who it was. I was talking to him though. Yeah, uh, yeah, those are the only ones that I know of. But well, anyway. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's good. I think it's good for the game of golf. It gets people talking about it. But what's good for the what's bad for the game of the golf is we'll, I'll keep saying it. Uh, numbers. Well, the heat's here too. But numbers are. I think numbers are starting to slow way down because of what it costs to get to that fucking course. You know. Oh really? It has to. It has to. I think we're seeing it with or. The wife's, you know, serving job, you know, is possibly getting called off tonight. It's not because the it's oh, it's in a location that's not like, uh, you know, it's always going to yeah. have people at it. Right. You know, there's always things going on around it. It's just now like, well, we're not going to drive there. We're not going to go spend that money. I mean, what the you know, fuck? much expensive shit is. It's that's what well, I mean. Everybody, everybody, listen, but like. Think about a fucking sandwich at DJ's with a drink is eighteen fucking dollars. It was me and I took me and my assistants. Fifty two dollars for three sandwiches and some mac salad, dude. Wow. Fifty two dollars. That's crazy. Perfect. <laughs> you know so what I, I mean? So I gave him fifty three and said keep the change and he went perfect. <laughs> Can yeah. you believe that? It is. I'm uh, yeah. last time we were there, I like was I don't know, got whatever. Noah was special. Mm-hmm. So she dings a button, eleven ninety nine, normal. Oh, dings another dollar twenty five. I was like, oh, dings another dollar, and yeah. then my drink three dollars. I oh, eighteen something. I was like, what were all those buttons? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. it was, you just close your eyes and start pecking. It was your warmed veggies. Yeah. Like, Can we, you warm up my at veggies? What point do you punch That's me in the fifty face. cents. And I get to punch you in the face. That's another five dollars. <laughs> it, it, but that's everything. I'm wondering when it's going to really really start hammering you know the electricity's up uh water and trash usage shell, for here the shell on cave creek and the 101 that yeah. has that crispy chicken place in it 579 the other day for a gallon of gas yeah and it's uh right across the street at the qt 539 correct yeah it's i mean and when's it stop i've heard it, and it's not you think at six it's going to stop? That's what, I, I think know. it's closer to... Even crazier has been... People like... Some the other day, the dude's like, oh, I got it for four thirty nine. They're like, oh, no way. It's oh. like, we were. you're excited about $4.39 for a gallon of gas? Like, That's, do you not understand how fucked this, we are? Well, remember, what was it, in the early 2000s when it all happened and there was lines everywhere and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, it was a dollar 39 before it started went up to four dollars or something then it came back to 225 and people were like sweet yeah i was I, like wait a second you just pay you're now yeah. sweeting on a dollar more so you're not ever going to get it back i remember it being so vividly a dollar 79 when i was in college and been like i'm gonna wait till tomorrow because it might go down <laughs> you know what I mean? like I, I was like oh fuck a dollar 79 oh me. Dude, I would give my left leg for a dollar seventy nine. We uh, just went down to Tucson yesterday to the FFA conference. Yeah. Me, Andrew, and Bree, and we set up a table down there trying to get our industry in front of these kids that are most of them were graduating uh, high school and they're in the FFA. Just kind of showing that this is possibly a career, and um, yeah, they're in there. You get um, some traffic. A lot, you know, a lot of traffic. I thought. And um, 
I mean, there were 900 kids and advisors there through the whole thing, and they yeah. all had to come through. Um, and they had, they didn't have to, but 95% of them had to come to your table and talk to you because they gave out like a bingo card. Okay. And at each oh, table, you yeah, had to yeah. get it marked. So they all had to come, and at least you grabbed a hold of a few, you know, what is this? Gave them the spiel, and kind of we talked more like about our organization. This is what we do. But there's also people like Bree that's a biologist in this, and she works with, you know, wildlife conservation and making sure that us on the golf course are, you know, being good stewards of the environment. But here is a list, a snapshot of what the salaries are for a superintendent or assistant superintendent mechanic in the state of Arizona. When they saw that, the eyes lit up. Did they? Oh, yeah. It was like, whoa. You, you would, it's so unsuspecting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's the right, at least I, I know what you're saying, <laughs> but, um, you know, and then we'd start talking to him and it's like, yeah, we work a lot, but it's not 24 seven. Like you guys are dealing with cattle or, you know, right. the corn grind and we're making the money as an hourly employee or salaried employee. You're making money on how the year went. Yep. You know, you get a, um, a drought. And- exactly. Or too much rainfall. Those are killers yeah. on both ends, right? right? Uh, and then what we thought was really good was to try, we really wanted to get in front of the advisors. You know, that was, we wanted them to be able to see so they could show the way. Uh, you know, dealing with high school kids that are just graduating on a field trip and they're all from all over the state. So, of course, they're. They're playing grab ass all day, right? Yeah. And they're checking out people from this high school, checking out him over there, her over here, you know. Can't blame and, them. Exactly. And each one of them has their FFA jacket that says, you know, the state on yeah. it with the big logo. And then on the bottom is like where they're from. Right. We had, we had FFA in Nebraska. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. So, uh, they're wearing those things? Oh, yeah. It was 108 degrees yesterday. Oh, we were in a tent that was howling wind with the ac it was like one of those permanent little you know it's, it, it was at la yeah. paloma okay so it's like a, a yeah, permanent structure but not really a permanent structure yeah. you know uh and when we walked in there at four what were we there seven o'clock in the morning it was i turned to andrew and i was like do you have a jacket it is freezing no shit. it was freezing in there and then as the kids started coming and the doors were open and closed. And yeah. I was like, all right, this is kind of normal. When we went in there, it had to be 60 degrees <laughs> and it was 90 outside. So, and then we had to cruise across town and get on campus at U of A. And we did a little workshop at a 40, a 50 minute kind of speak where, you know, kids got to pick classrooms, kind of like the GIS yeah. where you go and pick your education. Uh, I don't know. We had 25 or 30 kids in there. At that point, it's 3.30 coming, 4.30 by the time oh. we're done. And, I mean, it was half of them were sleeping at this point. How many you know? beers did you have? <laughs> yeah, no beers. I know. You know, when we went to grab a lunch, we had a beer at lunch on our way across town. You know, grab a sandwich and a beer, and then we had to hustle to the other side. Because, of course, we don't know really where we're going. But the idea is it was our first year ever doing it. Uh, threw it out there. My point was... Ain't about Casa Grande, which is the in-between point of yeah. Phoenix, four seventy-nine. And I, as we're cruising by, I said to those two, I was like, because we were carpooling, I said, I'm driving down here later to fucking fill up. 
<laughs> the fucked up part is well, there's probably people that are just like, oh, it's cheaper in Casa Grande. Let's drive down there and fill up. Yeah. Like, no, dude. <laughs> it's fucking wasting to go I get. It's great uh, revelation with my wife. So, uh, like, her, her dad would drive across Omaha to Costco to get, they got it. It's five cents a gallon cheaper. It's like, yeah. So one day we're like wheeling by a QT is like or whatever. I'm like, we're gonna get gas. She's like, I think over there it's five five cents cheaper. And I looked at her and go, Do you realize on ten gallons of gas, that would save me fifty cents? <laughs> and you could see her brain just kind of go, Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. But she's just been like so nowadays, when you but nowadays like, so when you get to that two driving across Omaha to get the save the fifty cents on ten gallons, he just should have gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you're right. It was five cents cheaper, but for us to even make it worth it, we're gonna have to get a thousand gallons worth of gas. What ain't happening today? Yeah. You know, how about a, how many of the gas stations have had to change that, or your credit card has to change now because you don't get a full tank anymore because oh, yeah. it used to be a hundred a hundred bucks at a lot of the yeah. gas stations Jason, out here. It stopped. Jason said he. He got stopped at $85, and I believe he got 13 gallons of gas. Wow. And that big hog. Yeah. So he had to go back and reset. Yeah. He was coming to my place. (laughs) Motherfucker. Did he? Oh, thank God for Jason. Oh, I know. He just did a wall-to-wall fur app for me, and I think he was done in six hours on both golf courses. It would have taken me three days. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Oh, dude. It's a no-brainer. Especially at at your place. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, uh, custom turf applications, Jason Barber, no free ads. I know you're listening, you think. Uh, but there's your one free one. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thanks, by the I'll way, for doing all of this. The uh, and raise your prices if you need to because fuel's no, no, through no, the no, roof. No, 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 it's through the roof. Fuck it. it go. It Pass it on to the consumer. Um, so. Dude, cut that. <laughs> He's coming in a couple weeks. Well, don't raise him yet. Wait till you're done, Dan's. Place. Raise him for everybody. Hey, raise Matt double to cover. I just read your name on my podcast, prick. <laughs> Thanks for slinging that. For yeah, that, it's uh, it is a huge win, especially you know for you with the two golf courses, wall to wall, two hundred and something yeah. acres of turf. That and a lily would be how many days without golf? What's that? Three days, you know, of trying to get a, people, or it's two guys, yeah. you know, one cutting bags and, or going back and forth to the shop to go grab the bags of fertilizer. Um, he wheels up. Do you do bags or the crane? Well, the big totes? gypsum crane, I fucked up and did bags on this shit. Okay. It was just, I did some poly on them. Yeah. Uh, but it, if my, you can get it into the big bags, it's got the crane yeah. that just wheels up. So when we do, we got the uh, one pound totes for when we do gypsum. A funny story about that. So when I got to Rio, I think Jason used to do my, like did my place here before. And then like the, whoever, maybe the irrigator or whatever, like, yeah, we had that dude in the truck. And I was like, there's no fucking chance. Somebody's slinging seed for me. Like no fucking chance. Yep. Now there is zero fucking chance. <laughs> Jason is not slinging. Yeah. yeah. I say it all the time. It's like, dude, if something happens to you, there's a couple, you know, if Jason's like one day is just like, Hey, I just hit fucking mega millions. I'm done. It's going to be like, get, just give me that fucking yeah. thing and we'll figure it out. I'll sit in the passenger seat. <laughs> we'll do podcasts <laughs> from there. Oh, we need someone to drive us from course to course though. <laughs> For the, I'll just sit in the back with the beers. I'll do the beer reviews while you fucking sling the seed. But it is definitely a no brainer. He's in and out of there today. Um, On 36 holes, he was in and out of there by 
noon? Yeah, I know some of the 18-hole facilities he'll get to at like, you know, he'll come in at like 3 in the morning, and you just don't irrigate that night. If So if you're yeah. throwing like ammonium sulfate and you've got to water it in a cal nitrate, whatever it is, if it needs to be watered in, uh, you just start your irrigation and follow him just hole by hole. Yeah. And he'll be out of there by the time golf even starts. Yeah, he was in an hour and a half, I think, on the back nine away. And just wheeling. And the only thing slowing him down was us cutting bags. Right. that thing takes two totes. Yeah. That's a little, that is kind of, the first year I used them, I got all bags for seed. And it was just like. Oh, no. And yeah. the worst part is, you know, you, you got other shit going out on the golf course. So it's like, who's cutting bags? And you kind of peer across my eight guys and you're just like. Sorry, Jason. You got him. <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, that was That's all was. I got. You know, it's all I got. Thursday was it? Yesterday, yeah. It was just like whoever was close to the shop, or like I was driving by 18 Green, and I, there was a dude doing weeding. And I was like, "We need a bag guy." Yeah. <laughs> and then another dude wheeled by. I was like, "Stop! Whatever the fuck you're doing, you need to go cut bags." <laughs> and then the yeah. last load was just me and Cody and Jason. I was like, and it was hot as shit yesterday. Oh. I was sweating my bag off. It was so humid down in Tucson. Those storms aren't very far away down there. Dude, today it was dew point uh, 46 and a humidity like 32% this morning. And it didn't, I mean, probably at 15 right now. Right. But, but the Bermuda's. Bermuda wants to do its thing in the ryegrass. I was going to spray one more time, either manuscript or uh, revolver. I wasn't really sure. I got a little bit of both. Probably, probably do both. And uh, a week ago, well... Number two, which is a new well, decided to yeah. stop working. So we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. We're going to call this, we don't have enough water to transition, so we're going to let it fucking Take smoke. It. You want to transition? I'll send you some of my water. Yeah. <laughs> just, put a, just put a little of that on. <laughs> some is better than zero. Yeah. I will say, I as bad as your water is, some is better than zero. Yeah, so sure. we're going uh, real, real heavy on nights, and we've gone... I think three nights in the past two weeks with absolutely zero water. And when you come in the next day, you know, I was talking with Martin about it. I was like, hey, I'm going to have to start basically like heavy watering on days like the day we mow that night, you know, mow fairways and everything. That night I'm pounding this place and it's probably going to have to, we can't do anything. So the next day there's no spot watering. There's no watering. What, at what point are you okay with just being like, it's going to be shitty for three weeks. We know it. Right, and, but and I still gonna, need to grow grass. To, yeah, but you have to, right. And obviously, you push Bermuda with water. But at some point in the summer, whether you hang on to the ryegrass or you don't and you let it die, like you're going to look like shit. There's never going to be a point where it's like this flawless transition. Oh, yeah. Where Well, in California, you can't. Right. <laughs> in Palm Springs. Word, where it's just like, word is your wife can do it. Yeah. <laughs> There's never going to be that point. So... It's like, when, at what point do you just be like, hey, th- we're going to eat it in July? Right. Or as a public, I, I eat it in June, right? Mm-hmm. As a private place, it, I, I, and I get as a resort, you're going to hang on to all, as long as you can. And then in August and September, when we're sick of it, and the golfers are sick of it, and nobody's playing, we're just going to let it do its thing. Then. Right. Are you, when are you okay with it? just like, I, I think I am good. My dream would be basically Father's Day. Yeah. It's over. So like it's over. Two weeks. Because now a week and a half. we have, you know, now we have to start airifying everything. Right. We got to start banging holes. We got to start top dressing. You know, get it to Father's Day. So- I, was talk- I was talking with, <laughs> you know, I was talking with Stutzman about it is you're trying to close these windows on both ends of it. 
And I just, at some point, to your point, is you have to realize that you've got to get things done as well. Yeah. The turf could be great, but you're still going out there and yeah, beating it all up, right? Holes too. So you try to, correct, yeah, there is that. You want to keep one of them as good as you can for as long as you sure. can, and the other one's closed, and fuck it, right? Yeah. Whereas I'm kind of just trying to close these windows. In Father's Day, we should be in the heat that we're in right now, down most years. You know, your 110s are here. Yeah. It's starting to get a little bit of hum- humidity's picking up. So, you know, when you get 30% humidity out here and it's 100 and, or 100 degrees, it's like that 80% humidity somewhere oh. else in 80 degrees. It's just miserable. So now the golf isn't there for at least me at the public place. So I try to get to that Father's Day is a good cutoff. And then hopefully August 1st, you're back to a pretty much yeah. a very quality. And you're kind of picking up where July, there's a lot of travel. Lot, again, I'm speaking my spot of yeah. the valley. There's a lot of vacation. The, the snowbirds have been long gone. Even the ones that stick around have decided that we're going to the kid's house back in Wisconsin. Right. Right, where I do that every time I do that, it's a Chicago. So I'm going, I'm going back to Chicago, <laughs> and uh, you know, so they're away. So you get this month that you hope that most of the people realize that if I'm sticking around and I'm going to play golf, it's going to be dog shit. And then you try to grab August, then the window is closed on the other end. When I first got here, it was like middle of May. It started to go shitty. You know, because yeah. we were trying to right. play, we were playing around with the chemicals that yeah. didn't know when, didn't whatever the rates we, excuse me, weren't into the half rates, third rates of things. It was like read the label, full rate, glug glug, spray it, and the next day it was like, what the fuck did we just do? Oh yeah, you know, there's nothing well, there. Have to, like on quail this year, it was like I wish it would have waited ten days. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it was like we smoked it was three ounces, and it made the first seven holes. It was like. We should have waited about 10 days. Yeah. The rest of it was kind of fine and still hanging on. But before I forget, I wanted to ask, like, I guess it's a public versus private, maybe more conversation. Do you think you need to communicate that? Is there a way for you to communicate that to the public where, like, for, and I'll start with, for me, even today, like, I can put out videos to the membership about this is what's going to happen. When I sprayed out quail, and it was maybe 10 days early, I put out a video and said, hey, this is what we're doing. I'm spraying out of three ounces of this thing to kill it. So if you see it dying, that's on purpose. Right. And I even had comments that were like, hey, watch your video. My wife was going to play. I told, I said, did you watch Dan's video? She said, no. She watched it. She's like, oh, okay. So I set the expectation for the golf course, and I had absolutely zero complaints. And actually more people saying, we love the videos. Uh, I'm so glad you put it out there and now made it understand. Like, do you feel like you have that ability or is there just nothing? I think we have or do the you even ab- care. Um, no, we, and me and Martin have talked about this. We have the ability. Um, one is on that public T sheet, you know, whether yeah, it's okay. golf now or, you know, four up, whatever you're using. As far as the public T sheet, you can put notes on there, you know, that little caution that, hey, it's summer conditions. Okay, yeah. And you then try to keep that communication up within who's working in your golf shop. That when people come in and they're like, hey, so I got this today. It's $40. And there was a little caution thing, course conditions. Like, what does that mean? Or they call in, hey, I see this. What does that mean? Oh, we're in the middle of transition. You know, there's some spots out there. It's not fully covered in grass. That's why it's $40. What about Visage? 
would you have the ability to say, hey, note from the superintendent on the first tee that pops up and says, and I don't even know if you want to fucking do that. Just I'd be like, be, hey, it's, Jan- it's June 15th to the 30th. It's fucking hot. The ryegrass is dying. We haven't transitioned yet. This is what to expect. Right. I think, Is yes. it worth it or would it drive people away? Um, well, we already got their money, so they're on the first tee. So you can fire that thing up yeah. as soon as it gets to there. Right. I mean, you got enough notifications as it fucking is. Yeah. Oh, the ding dong. Ding dooey. Now you're in the podcast. Frankie Beans. No, so we talked about it a handful of times is, should we do videos? But, okay, so you get their, for, their money. Not even videos. If you had a note and, on, on um, number one tee. We've talked, you know, Martin's big into the social media thing. Um, and he's good at it. So why shouldn't we do kind of like what you do, but it's just thrown out there. Maybe we do it. You know, we keep talking about doing it for us. I'm, and I'll say it. I've said it from episode one that I was going to try and do it. Fucking, I hate doing the social media thing. It's just not my thing. And each time I do it, it's like, why did I even do that? Well, dude, I'll tell you. I So on Rio Verde, I started it. Let me backtrack. My club loves the communication piece. And maybe this is my first private club, so maybe that's normal for everyone. But they are obsessed with the communication piece, right? So I was like, look, I'll put out a video. Last summer, I started to make it a point. To like every time we verify them, make it, it takes two seconds to upload something to yeah, to Instagram. Like the video I did today, it's got to go to the communications manager and then turn into a YouTube video. Then if I'm on the golf course, I can snap a video in two seconds and it's uploaded two minutes later and I'm done. Yeah. But then, so it's like I started doing it that last year with the floods and shit, just to drive it, you know, get the communication piece down. 26 views, and it's Dove Valley, it's Desert Canyon, it's Matt Guilfoyle, it's me, it's Mike Cutler, like, yeah. And three members. It's not even, it's not worth it. Right. And we maybe that's what I see is when I do these things, or you see how many, how many of your thumbs upies or your hearts, yeah. and you're just like, that wasn't worth it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but we if, talked about it. Now we got the, what I think is it, the stick in the spokes a little bit came with the restaurant. Yeah. Martin is so swamped with that right now. Cause we're trying to, it's, it's legitimately food a practice run. It's doing very well. Uh, the food is, I mean, we're getting tons of great reviews. Uh, everybody's loving it all. So we're kind of riding that train knowing that what we're going through on the golf course and I'm, i know he's not saying this but it's more like matt's got that that's mm-hmm. it's going to happen but this is working out perfect for us so we can really get everything dialed in so when the season opens because we talked about it the other day i think this restaurant may help us next year if golf goes the direction that i would put a lot of my money on and that's dropping quite a bit because of people's money well, going into their expensive. fuel tank right you know whereas a place like yours you think you guys just grabbed a bazillion members yep you know um so golf at the private end for another year or two years is they're kind of paid in you well, know rio too because we're you're you're in rio like if you're a member there's a good chance you're in or you're up dynamite and and going the other way is, I mean, you know. No, I know. It's it's a whole nother level of money. That's, yeah. I mean, it's, your so we place kind of got the is a Fountain great... Hills in the Dynamite Corridor, those people are willing to travel, right? So I don't think there's going to be much drop. May, For you. May, I, mean, I don't know. Who knows? 
I think mine or a lot of public places are going to see the a real shot in the ass. I hope not. And maybe I'm just playing Invited. Debbie Downer, but I think you got to be ready for the downswing. And when they show up, you're like, all right. I think we got to pay, like, pray for travel. Because I don't know how many people, are, you know how much fucking flights are costing right now? It, it was cheaper at one point for me to fly to Hawaii than it was to Nebraska. Let's and it go. still could be today. Yeah. I. So. Right. Hold on one second. Let me. Yeah. The dingo is ready to make me snap. She's just laying down, dude. Laying oh, down. she did just. Oh, okay. Because it's the. The goddamn last time when Peter was here, she ate part of that got that fucking uh, blanket, and that oh, was really? a rough go for a couple of days. Yeah, when they get lodged in there, Leah's like, "Yeah, she puked up a huge piece of the blanket." <sighs> so they seem fine, but that's gonna be that's gonna be that dog's downfall. Is she's gonna eat something one day that is fucking not gonna agree? But if she's gonna curl up in a ball right there, fucking yeah, she's done onwards. Onward we go. Uh, so I hope you're right that it doesn't happen. But man, I just see what I'm personally spending money on and not spending money on. You know, it's the the going out is kind of s- stopped way down, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only reason why we're playing golf is because, I mean, we play for nothing. Correct. So whatever we put in the tank is the cost of the fucking round, you know, or... Well, we still pay forty bucks when we go play hack attack, but your chances of your your chance to win, you know, a bunch of it back. Yeah. You know, when you normal people, it's like, oh, we're going to play, and if my buddies want to get in, we're going to play a nickel Nassau. Yeah. You know, I might win a dollar. You know, the <laughs> men's group that plays sometimes when I used to go in that restaurant, there'd be a group twelve dudes, and and this is no knock on it because they're having a blast. They're there every Wednesday. Doing their thing, but watching them exchange literally. Oh yeah. Oh, Johnny owes me a dollar twenty-five. A oh, buck twenty-five. What do you mean? You know, <laughs> I was gonna get a cup of coffee, Jim. Yeah, exactly. You owe two seventy-five, and I, I guess I've I'll never, drink hot water on the first tee tomorrow. Never heard more than like three bucks that somebody owed. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. Dude. But that's all. It's part of the talk and the shit. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or ten dollars. I made a bet with Maddie Rush the other day, from at uh that's how Venmo makes everything so much better. Right. Because I, how many times like, I bet you a dollar and never pay? It's like, you fucking owe me a dollar, dude. It's just so like, all right. Maddie Rush makes a bet with me that I'm not going to say what it is on air because it kind of bags on somebody. But uh, it was, I was like, I'll bet you a dollar. He's like, a dollar? I was like, well, yeah, because one, it's just basically to talk shit. Yeah. Two is, we both want the side I'm going to bet. <laughs> Like, it's just the fact that I called it out first and I told you I'd bet you a dollar. And after we played golf, in my Venmo was a $1 payment. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so that is me taking his $1 is perfect. You know, that's all I wanted was to just you pay me that dollar because I was right. Um, Hey, hey. No. How can you say no to that She is, I know. Well, I say no to it too, probably too much. My controller. But then when she does a, this, it's like, ah, oh, thank God. My yes. controller brings in her dog. It's this little, since it was a puppy, I mean, still a puppy. It's about little, but it, the ears, hair, like, just like Frankie. Yeah. Buzz around, loves me. Oh. Every time I get in, she fucking flies in. Probably weighs six pounds. Flies in, goes to nuts. I'm like, fucking yeah. Riley, the best. <laughs> the dogs are the best. So, 
yesterday when we were at the FFA thing, we had a little slideshow that con- constantly scrolled. And the kids would be standing there talking to us, and we'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, here we are, you know, golf course superintendents. It's kind of just like growing corn, but we grow the largest irrigated crop in the world, which is grass. And Rhett would flash up, which is Andrew's dog, yeah. and they were just like, oh, puppy, <laughs> is that a V-slide? It's like, yep, he comes to work every day, and a couple slides later, this ding-dong <laughs> flashes up there. It's like, oh, oh, my God, look at the dog. And it's like, yeah, we get to bring our dogs to work yeah. every day. Michael Breed, fuck you. Uh, so next year, I said, I'm bringing her. You know, I'll bring yeah. her with us as part of the show. Because we had a cup cutter. They don't know what a cup. <laughs> they know what that is, though. Oh, yeah. You know, so. And I said to her, I could bring, you know, we could bring both. Nah, it was like no, we we're not bringing both. We need a freaking wrestling ring over in the corner of this floor for those two to just rip it up all day. Oh shit! But yeah, it would be, it'd be good, and I think she'd be good at sitting there. Good selling points from the doggio from the Jingweeds podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support provides golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. Southwest Turf Support is based out of Phoenix, Arizona. They also take care of. Nevada, Southern California, and also New Mexico. Make sure you go to www.swturfsupport.com where you can see a full lineup of their products they distribute and also an area where you can meet their agronomic team. Southwest Turf Support is also going to be one of our key sponsors for the next Suds and Super event down in Tucson on June 14th at Borderland Brewing Company. If you're in the area, why don't you come join us? You can meet most of the guys there. Thanks again, Southwest Turf Support, for your continued sponsorship of From the Jingweeds podcast. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. So you've got your golf course closed. Yep. Quail. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's that going? Sandblast, Sandmaster going or the Black Machine is <laughs> Sandmaster going? Sandmaster goes when it goes. It's all, I mean, it's a fucking phenomenal machine. And I, like everybody's like, just wait for it to break down. And it's just stupid shit like a bolt came loose but that's another to get this whole fucking thing put together because that bull it's a 45 minute situation or an hour and a half yeah and then we blew it in a hydraulic hose yesterday and now we're still searching to to find this hose other than get it overnighted you know we go to o'reilly oh we don't have the fittings now we're driving across phoenix now we're down three days and then to get sand i don't know if you're trying to get sand but that's um, not I, easy are you gonna full dress this year yeah um, so my USGA, I ordered a week ago, expecting it next week, knowingly yeah, exactly. got a message. Hey, need sand. Uh, the mortar sand seems to be no problem. You want to order it, order it. Okay. Uh, so in the but mortar I, sand I is I what I do. 500 in the f- tons and it's like 75 tons, two days. Okay. hundred tons, two days, 50 tons. It's not. I don't know what's going on if construction's booming or everybody's busy. I, it might be that everybody's flush with money right now and they get everybody's stop dressing. Right, yeah. We'll and get you when you get you. There's also, I mean, I know this happened a couple of years ago, or two, last year, a lot with a little bit of the sand. That's when we had our big problem was that sports complex that's down in southeast, like oh. Gilbert, you know, uh, Legends. Yeah, Mesa. Uh, right. It's this Legends sports complex. Mm-hmm. I mean, the place is ridiculously yeah kind of awesome it's got a 
it's, it's got, got like, a theater in it. It's got a it's like, like a music forty theater. indoor volleyball courts, like forty soccer fields, yeah, and all sorts of shit. Az right? board source, so- az Az board source does uh, beers and boards a league inside there. Really? Yeah. Um, but it's yeah forty grass fields. They're yeah. all sand. Uh, softball fields at the yin yang 20 something volleyball courts a, a, a zip line machine a zip line ride through the whole thing it's got uh like an outdoor amphitheater at it plus there's like a i would say it's probably more like a double a football league that's supposed to start and Arizona's team is going to use that as so it has a stadium per se the but it's going no it's not going to be the rallies come on but it's going to be a... Uh, Roadrunners. No, Tucson have no. Roadrunners. They're AHL well, team. hockey, yeah. Uh, but no, it's going to be the NFL. Um, it's not going to be NFL. It's going to be football, but I... Nope, you I, said NFL. Oh, true. <laughs> Fuck. It's going to... The Cardinals, the Cardinals, the Cardinals are, are moving. The Cardinals are moving to a 300-seat stadium. <laughs> well, the fucking Coyotes are. Yeah. It was... You know, what was really funny is Andrew yesterday was like, you know, we're superintendents. We work on golf courses. You don't have to work on a golf course. You know, you see these kids just staring at them like, blah, blah. Like, uh, what is it? Santa's little helper on The Simpsons. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Cardinal Stadium. And they, what? Like, they, okay, there's something I can relate with. Nice. Uh, each time that we did say that Andrew was past president of FFA in New York, <laughs> they really started taking him serious. Did and he wear his jacket? He, no, he put, uh, he had Hazel, his daughter was on one of the slides right. for it. So Parking it was right really there. I just said, dude, you just need to bring that thing and just drape it over our table. You know, yeah. and I think they just start taking you seriously. Hey, you're one of mine, you know, yeah. and this is what you do. Because I didn't see any other FFA jackets on any of the other vendors there. So I think we're one up if he does that. You got the guy. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get a little vest, an FFA vest for Frankie next year. But I think it was a very good uh, getting in front of a lot of people that we weren't sure of. You want to do a review on that beer that you oh, just, just finally this finished? Label it? just sucked me in as you swore with this hop with the fucking Davy Crockett. Yeah. Hat. So hazy Six. IPA called the Hazy Crockett, six point eight percent alcohol, uh, eighty IBUs. It doesn't taste like eighty to me. It's not as bitter as I thought, but it's a. Uh, it's a hop with a uh, Davy Crockett hat on it and here in the de- desert. Um, shockingly, it's a simple machine beer. Um, they just released this a couple, maybe two weeks ago. And I happened to be in there when two days after they released it. and was like, oh, I'll take a four-pack home. And when we were talking about getting together to do this thing, I said, don't worry, you don't have to stop at the shop. I got beers at the house. Uh, and it's a collaboration with Tap That AZ uh podcast which they had the uh tap that az hazy and we've done that review uh hazy ipa (laughs) you weren't did you hear what my comparison is of a uh, hazy ipa these days because everybody's got a hazy and they all taste like hazies it's a fucking last week with stutzman i had a couple beers before i got involved in this apparently and uh i just said hazy ipas are like they're like a figure skating team from Ghana. Like, wow, they're really fucking good at figure skating. Like a place that doesn't even have ice rinks, and here they are. But you know what? They're not the best. They're just going to get worked. 
So I mean, that's again, good. it's a to par beer. I was say for the first half, it's a birdie, and then it just turns into a hazy for me. Mm-hmm. I can just I can feel the haziness. Yep, <laughs> if that's a thing, and that's what I mean is people are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" You know, just I like just, ugh. it's the. Uh, but I like just it. Filter it. True. <laughs> I can filter it. But the I shitty like, part I mean, when they first beer. came out, I thought it was like they have reinvented the wheel. This thing is fucking awesome. But now everybody has six. And just they give all, me a good pale ale. And they all taste the same. Just give me a good pale ale. Yeah. But they, I don't know, they're just good beers, though. It's not like, but, but, let me tell you what Par is good. So we, uh, hold on. Par is good. Fucking hold on me. We, hold on. We played Hack Attack at uh, a place we haven't played in forever for Hack Attack. Now, we can play it, but uh, we played the Kierlin, which oh, is. Yeah. Uh, Out of time. It's a resort course. It's a great. It's a great resort golf course. I think. I mean, as far as like tee to green, you're in no trouble. The green is your defense. All the complex, you know, I all think, your defenses I around. Think I drove the golf ball that day better than I have in my entire life, and I shit you not, I was fucking pumping the ball there. I was hitting I it. I lost one ball on 18 tee when I was like, we finished 18 of Ironwood and went back to Acacia. And I, was, I was done, dude. It was yeah. hot, and I was like, whatever. I lost one on, and I lost, that was the only tee ball I lost. And that, I think it was went to 18, or I don't know. I don't know how to the fucking routing. Anyway. It is very hard. Yeah. I, the only ball I lost was on seven uh, Acacia, which is a par three. And I just hooked it. Yeah. Seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so six. Okay. Six. Yeah. Six, seven goes Another away. Par. Eight comes back, and then nine goes by the Correct. Line. Anyways, I just hit a seven iron and just, I was aimed. To draw the ball and just hooked it rather than drew it. And then over there was this fountain grass shit. And I was oh, like, and I just kind of peered and I was like, skin's game, I'm not going in there. We not were on 19. I think uh, Figueres yanked one into the lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Six on that old left. But it was, uh, it was, was great. great golf course, uh, fun to play. Like I said, it's I love that resort. Resort, yeah, because they're yes. fair off the tee. Oh, yeah. You don't everything you, funnels back. A little everything, bit. yeah, I know. That's one of those places too, though. You got to be a little bit in shape to get up and down those hills. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, you come out of that green complex. You're like, Jesus telling, Christ! So I was playing with the assistant over there, and I was like, dude, this has got to be the most walk from cart path to tee in the history of golf. Yeah, like, coming off what is it? I can't remember what golf course. It had to be Acacia. I don't remember. Before the par three, there's a par five that went around kind of the mm-hmm. houses. Yep. And then, so you got to park in that roundabout, walk way the fuck down to the green, then yeah. back. And then the next tee is like way the fuck back there on the par three. Yeah, you almost have to yeah. back up. Yeah, to the, the par, par three. three. And then people on the next door are pumping balls off the back of that. So you add that to a resort, yeah. and it's got to be the longest round going. Uh, but it was great times. Uh, oh, again. And I forget what I made you to hold on for, because we were going to hold on, and you said, don't fucking hold on. Oh. Can't remember at this point. We were talking about hazies. I don't know. But it was nice to have... Uh, you know, be back at Kierlin. That's a good centrally yeah. located, big, a good size field. Uh, stunk oh, that we had to go to Buffalo Wild Wings after because Zips was closed. <laughs> Zips is like is a uh, is a chain out here, but it's not 
it's a chain here, yeah. right? It's the only it's a local chain, but it's not but so it's not chain. Tailgaters. Yeah, right. Oh. And it it's certainly ain't Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings is the worst. I think it's one of the worst, like chain, kind of. Hey, let's go there. They got a bazillion TVs. They got wings. And you get in there and there's fucking pigeon wings. I know they used, when it first came here, Yeah, they had the biggest, fattest, meatiest wings when it was B-dubs. 2004. Remember that like nickel wing night, Tuesday nickel wings or 10 cent wing night? Yeah. And they were big, fatty, meaty ones. Now it's like, oh, let me get a dozen wings. Yeah, they got the anorexic chickens. Oh, it's like pigeon wings. What size is the bird that you cut the wing off, dude? Like, this just hatch? It's like, qua- quail wings. A bird chick wing? Like, yeah. Jesus, dude. And they some... send the rest of the chicken to Chick fil A. Yeah. Like, where's the ones with the steroids? <laughs> I want the fatties that can't walk. Yeah. yeah. I want the ones with the most hormones. Like, mm. I, think, I want like a turkey leg. Ooh, I smoked some. T- oh, I sold my smoker. Yes, sir. I did. Uh, so when I was trying to sell it to Peter, <laughs> apparently we have a listener, uh, Kyle, that works up at uh, True North. Uh, he came to, well, actually text me and was like, hey, man, uh, Peter going to buy that thing? And I was like, nah, he's not buying this thing. I just know from the reaction he had when we were trying to tell him to throw out his Weber grill and, you know, trash that thing. <laughs> I was like, he's not going to buy this thing. He's like, all right, I'll pick it up next week. And he came over yesterday, oh, two days ago, picked it up and uh, smoked his first tri-tip on it. He's like, I will never cook on my weber again like cook he's like i did sear it a little bit at the end on this thing and uh i just get rid of it just throw it out i i I even sear on mine because mine goes to 550 i just pull it off crank it and then sear it which is not going to be the same i get no that's the day whatever mine caught on fire when i tried that once so i would use the i would uh i like putting a uh cast iron pan inside And just let that thing get as hot as shit and then just turn it and flip it over to that. And it's that thing is turning into the best chef on the planet. I said that before. My wife was just like, So you're going to cook every night when I first got it? So she's like, So we're going to cook every night on this thing, right? And you're going to do it. And I was like, Okay, whatever. Oh, my wife's like, But now I don't have one. It's like, I got to go get one now. (laughs) The day I bought mine, I brought it in by myself. It's fucking huge. And I'm pushing to the front door and I was like, Greatest day. Fourth greatest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, fifth. <laughs> Let me count all of you in here. Put your hand up. Yeah. Put your hand up if you were. How long have you been alive? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're still pregnant. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Put your hand up if you're if I Sing but, out if you can, yeah, if you can hear me. Jamie's like, you've cooked more than ever. And mm-hmm. it's like, I, all I want to do is like. What, try shit. What can I put on that thing? Yep, try shit. Yeah. Try it out, see how it comes out. And when it comes off, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, the only things I've had a problem with... I did frozen pizzas on it. Uh, yeah, you know what? Cope says do yeah, personal yeah. pizzas, yeah. and I think this would be really good with your boys. Yeah, you Is to use the, what is it, the biscuits. Yeah. And use that as a dough and just turn them into little six-inch personal pizzas. Okay. But they get to fucking do it. And yeah. whoo, we do the non breads and the kids do it. So okay, they picky. still get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't. I did a frozen pizza once, but I've. Uh, we did a regular pizza. Uh, another two other times. But I'm gonna get my 
one and that's the shitty part is I had my plans of getting like the Pro 34 which is just the same thing I had only bigger no Wi-Fi shit dude and then I'm looking fuck the Wi-Fi I know I got the Wi-Fi it actually is so fucking annoying because all you need it for is to change the temperature right and and it's not like you can do it if you're at QT and it's at home you You have have to be be right yeah anyway so it's like I don't live in a mansion, so it's a little no. three-foot walk to the fucking grill, and I can just click it. <laughs> you actually could slide your window open yeah. with a broomstick. Yeah. In. <laughs> actually, just step out of a master bedroom and then just click it and step back in through the window. Uh, Put your hose out the window and click it. <laughs> whenever I turn my grill on, my Wi-Fi, and this is such fucking <laughs> like middle or whatever rich bullshit. Yeah. Not rich, but like cut this. It's so, but anyway, my Wi-Fi connects to my fucking grill, so then my phone, like, doesn't it loses my home Wi-Fi? So now I'm correcting the grill, so like text and shit uh, get fucked up. The internet doesn't fucking work, so I got to fucking disconnect problems. from my fucking yeah. grill. <laughs> I got to disconnect my Wi-Fi from the grill. Then I got to connect back to my fucking house Wi-Fi, and I can't deal with that. <laughs> When I could should just walk outside and turn it up myself. <laughs> Fuck that Wi-Fi. But First the, world problems. That's what I was looking for. I think white people problems. <laughs> uh, so I got to go shopping very, very soon. Uh, probably either going to have to use Danio's truck to get it here or borrow Casey's because uh, it ain't going to fit in the Forerunner. Um, the Home Depot? Yeah, probably one 10% of those. 10% veteran's discount, oh, baby. Oh, fuck yeah. I'll make you pay for it. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Fucking I'll work. get some fucking right. points so on thanks, that fucking thanks Southwest everybody. Chase category. Thanks for everybody for listening. We got a fucking... <laughs> Tear us in up, baby. God, I should have been a veteran. Why don't you dig well, in we're back into 10% the, off, but Dig into that fucking thing. One more. If not, I'll have one more. Because this Peter brought... Peter brought this over for episode 100, and we never made it to this thing, so here we are. This is one of the favorites of the Valley for me. Excuse me. Goldwater uh, Brewing Company. Unfortunately, he did go, and Dan just read the label. Uh, and you is, can't see through it. I know, yeah, you can't see through it. It's another hazy IPA. Uh, oh, so man. right off the bat, I'm going to give, before we even open it, I'm going to start with a par. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Bang. Par golf. Like, we keep giving these, like, pars, you know, and it's the same thing with, like, the hack attack. Oh, how many birdies you get? None. I didn't have any birdies. I bet I had 15 pars. I I had zero double bogeys. So Yeah, we were talking about, we're getting off the tee. Dude, I I played good golf. Mm -hmm. I probably had, I couldn't putt. But I would have said I probably shot in the 70s. From the back. Oh, yeah. Yep. I played good golf. I just couldn't make a fucking birdie. I think I had one. I had none. I had none in, in On seven. no joke. Seven Acacia. No joke. I was putting for probably eight of them. Eight, eight legit birdies that I, okay. And I'm saying legit like 20 foot putt and, yeah. and 15 foot, like something that's readable and it's, hey, I, yeah. oh, it's going to break less than a foot. You know, I got a chance of this. No, there wasn't many of those, but um, couldn't get the feel for them. And I played the day before at GCU Men's Club, 75, not a big deal. Lowest nine holes I ever have that I can remember ever playing. Shot a 33. And we always laugh. We always laugh how we go like 42, 37 or 47, 37. And I said to you, I was like, 42, 33. That's pretty much the same thing we fucking do, right? 
and I did it ago, quietly. Sure. Like no one, no one in the group was saying anything. Yeah. I was just kind of humming that. along, and I was like the pitcher throwing a fucking no hitter and just sitting on the end of the bench. And the whole time, I'm like, I'm still fucking two under. Nobody knows. Okay, it. nobody say anything. Just please don't say anything. Yep. Just please don't say anything. I got to the 18th tee, and I was like, just hit one down the middle. I was like, I'm, wedge. and I was like, I'm three under right now. And the other three look at me. They're like, really? I'm like, well, on the backside. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you are. I drove like they moved the tees up a little bit for our thing on a couple of the holes. Drove the green on uh, 14. And uh, yeah, she's done. So she did a lot Why of running. She give enough room for her head. It's funny when you go take a poop in the room. She and you leave the do- like a couple doors to get into it, and uh, you leave the door open. She climbs behind the door. She probably is like, "Hey, this stinks in here, and I gotta go climb." But yeah, she won't just lay on the tile like in the little vanity area. She's gotta come in with you and then buries herself behind the door. I can't, I can't remember the, the last time I took a poop in private at home. <laughs> as soon as the door closed. Yeah. Dad! <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man, what? Just wanted to wipe you wa- watch you wipe, man. Oh, yeah. What a guy. <laughs> no, you don't say yeah. that, but it's no. like, you want to play Uno? <laughs> Dude, I'm uh, going to take care of business here. <laughs> All right, man, I'll sit down. I'll deal. <laughs> can, I, can I just... One minute, man. Yeah, just doing me. the crossword. Uh, yeah, doing crossword. Find a My word. My legs aren't even asleep yet. I just <laughs> sit here a minute. Get away from you I, got, I got puppet legs. <laughs> How long are you going to be? I'm working on puppet legs, son. Hey, I'm working on puppet legs. You want me to flush for you or not? Nah? <laughs> oh, just man. Need it. With three kids, you know. There's I know. No, you don't, I mean, I know you got the dingo now, but there's no such thing as private a time. break. Yeah. Oh, no. You in there? <laughs> so yes. You go in there and you try to shut just, the door, like, quietly. Like It smells so bad. It's like, how are you standing there, dude? <laughs> they don't give a shit. No. They don't care. They literally don't give a shit. No. All they want to do is just hang out. You were at work all day. What are you doing now? <laughs> Any time. But uh, beer. Goldwater Brewing Company, one of my favorites of the valley. Uh, good spot to go to. There's uh, two of them that I know of here in the valley, one out on the east side. Uh, good one at the end of the road on Scottsdale Road in Old Town. That's the, I guess, the hip spot to be when you come to Arizona. you got to go to Old Town. Goldwater Brewing Company, Hop Chowder, Hazy IPA. I've had this a handful of times there. Hold on. I know. I remember what I was told you when I was going to say. Hold on. I'm going to let you in a little secret on the best drink going in the summer. Danny Boy gets a tall Dickies cup. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Dickies. They got the plastic cups. Fill that bad boy with ice. Put a little vodka in there. Throw one of those strawberry guava Topo Chicos. Fill that up. Leave yourself about an inch and a half on top. Top that with some Simply Orange Orange Juice. Mix all that together. Fucking have a night, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking telling you. And that Dickies cup is like a 64 ounce. I got two of them. No, oh. I think they're 32. Oh, 32 ounces. Nice. <laughs> Just try it. Try really, it. Um, try really it. the orange juice is... Are you an orange juice drinker? No. Yeah, neither well, am I, I at guess, all. yes. <laughs> right, I know, but no, you're not like, no. oh, I love orange juice. No, no. But dude, this concoction of the strawberry with the fucking orange and that little bit of vodka just bumps it up a little bit because you have the, the ice will melt a little bit. Right. 
have one of those tonight. <laughs> Call your boy. <laughs> and say, this is a birdie drink. This is a par beer for me. Again, it mm-hmm. tastes like that. It tastes like a hazy. It's, it's a, a hazy, hazy IPA. It tastes exactly the same. I, I mean, I, I feel like we're shitting on it, but they're par beers. Par is good. It's a good beer. You want a par and walk off. It's a couple of weeks ago, probably a month ago, we did a, a Goldwater. And I had, at the store, I bought a separate four-pack for myself yeah. after the, the thing. And there were pale ales. And I got home and I had one because I think yeah, the gold dollar review pills. was good. Yeah, or maybe that was what it was. And we then, did the hundred dollar pills, and then I got home and, and I had a sip of this pale. I was like, "That's pretty fucking good." And it was a gold water. Yeah, they're, they're really good. And Great they, story. They had that one where you had the helicopter on it, the A six. That yeah, okay, that's what it was. We did was the review a, of that. That's and you went that, like, yeah, oh, there's a helicopter out of Vietnam. And by the end of it, you're like, uh, I think it was a drone. Thing was made in 2008, and it's a drone. <laughs> it's a drone. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa flew these World War One. Over Korea. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, good times. Good times. Um, one other announcement, uh, I guess, is uh, Suds and Super coming up this week. You're probably going to be listening to this as you're driving down to Tucson. Uh, are you a Tucson or a Tucson guy? Tucson? Yeah, Tucson. Are you a Prescott or Prescott? Prescott. There and you go. And for and, those of you who fucking want to judge, I was born in Mesa. Thank you very much. Yeah. Didn't get back yeah. until I was 33, too, but... So the funny thing about this is I think a lot of people like to go there from here. Growing up, my parents lived in, or my grandparents lived in Yarnell, so we used to come all the time. And we would go to Prescott. I think there was a casino. Yep. And then the downtown's badass. Yep. But, like, I never assumed people would go there. It was just close enough to Yarnell that we weren't in Yarnell. Right. right. No, the downtown. And now well, it's like Bucky's, a place to be. Bucky's Casino yes. is what's up there. Yeah. Uh, Shout out my mom. Goes to Bucky's. All the fucking time. Oh, nice. Used to, especially when we were coming. Yeah. So I usually head up. I've to, been to Bucky's. I'll head up there for the tattoo convention on July 4th because my buddy Travis gets a table and yeah. all that stuff and does them. But uh, the other thing is uh, downtown is the little, what do they call it? Whiskey Row is yeah. the big yep. spot where their old saloons, you kick open the doors, yeah. they get a fucking hotel that's a I mean, bazillion years old. Since I was... But the best is the courthouse. The courthouse yeah. is where uh, Back to the Future was filmed. The lightning strike yeah, is right. on that courthouse, so that's the big claim to fame. Even crazier, Wickenburg, you didn't even want to stop in Wickenburg growing up. We did, there was the McDonald's I've eaten at before, and I think there's a gas station in Congress. Mm-hmm. But you didn't, Wickenburg was... The first time I ever came out here and visited my buddies, dump. we drove to Vegas for a night. And you back then, you cut through the 60 right. and went out through Wickenburg, and it was that same thing. We wheeled over to the side of the... You know, wheeled over to a gas station, pick up some drinks and whatever... And it was like as fast in the door and fast yes. out and back in the car. And it was like, hit the fucking gas and let's get out of here. Let's now go. it's kind of a little hoity-toity. It's becoming a little bit of a hoity-toity little golf town. Or at least yeah. all we know is, is to go to R- Wickenburg yeah. Ranch. But a, There's a, the town of Congress. There's a gas station there. And I remember as a kid. Well, crazy story. My neighbor across the street who you met, his wife's dad's family owned that gas station. And so he's like, people coming back to Vegas would like trade their cars, and like, yeah, it was Whoa. yeah, no money to get gas, and had to like trade shit, and like wheel and deal to try to get gas to get back just into Arizona. Man, he remembers like getting cars and shit, wild. <laughs> Which I don't know why you would trade a car for gas, but 
Maybe you can get a bus ticket. Yeah, if you you needed money, you know, got to go fucking at least pay for the apartment. I don't know if it's still there. Imagine pissing that much money away that you had to freaking decide that I've got to... You're driving home and you're thinking, how am I going to do this? I know. I just lost everything. I just lost everything. And everything is probably a piece of shit car. And this is probably the 1970s, maybe before that. 60s, 50s, when people think it was oh just like I got, God. I got maybe a bus will get me home because this car ain't doing me anything. And Phoenix had to probably be nothing at that time. And Wickenburg had really nothing. So in between there and here was yeah. There's always and you just decide to go into the gas station and think that maybe this guy will take my car. Oh yeah, for a couple of what at most a thousand dollars then uh, even then, at, maybe that's what i mean is bucks. at most yeah. i remember i mean my dad has talked about the 1978 trans am the blue ones four grand uh i think he bought it for six grand brand yeah. new you know yeah and now you spent six grand on that thing exactly and then they were selling at barrett jackson for like 130 yeah. you know meanwhile my brother's like got that. a truck that drives itself <laughs> it literally does fucker what's he driving uh, Sierra, GMC. Oh, Sierra. okay, yeah, and it drives itself. Yeah, diesel. He is literally this like this green light flashes on the wind on the steering wheel and just sits back. He got a video of this thing fucking driving itself down the interstate. The wheel turning and everything. It's Jeez. fucking nuts. I'm used to driving with oh, friends that have like the Teslas, yeah. but you still have to. I mean, you can get the self-driving thing that's of an extra twelve grand now. It used to be seven. Now they're tw- now it's twelve, and all you do is, you know, you could be driving home from Vegas, and be like, I need a nap, and I need a self-driving vehicle, and you can just click on the little computer. The car is fully loaded already with it. All you got to do is hit the fucking charge my credit card, twelve grand. That fucking thing is downloaded and immediately driving itself. <laughs> like you don't have to bring that shit in the shop for anything. Wild shit. Wild shit. Uh, Suds and Supers coming up in Tucson. Going to Tucson on Tuesday. You guys will be listening. I know. <laughs> this, is, this is how this all fucking happens. And I look at my little notes and go, oh, yeah, I was talking about that. So we're going to be at Borderland Brewing Company, uh, sponsored by Southwest Turf Support, which is our sponsor here. And also Harold's is going to spar- sponsor it. That's Harold's, not, not Harold's. Harold's Barn, Cape Creek. Not Harold Varner, who went minus he was minus 10 on the 12 hole two tournaments ago this is where i think that we should have that list of money on the side he was in second he was at minus 10 on hole number 12 and he finished even par on the last day so he was minus 12 on hole minus 10 on hole 12 blew up blew up blew up law this is his money winnings if he would the thing ended on the 10th hole 1.5 million take home he finished $50,000. No fucking way. Yeah. That's why I think, like, dear Live Tour, yeah. put that up there. Yeah. Put what these guys are making as this thing goes on. They got to tie it to betting somehow. They got to get in bed with, like, an MGM. What the fuck was that? It's all a chip, Dan. Ooh. <laughs> That's a Dan Color Hosel master. I think, uh, I think. No. I'm pretty sure DJ in the tournament, maybe yes, yeah, it must have been yesterday. He hit something and yelled, "Hosel rocket!" 
Really? Yeah, because he smoked it. And then there was another dude that was hitting out of the rough and, I mean, I towed it. Just DJ ain't. just married. How much is he playing now that he's made? He just signed a fucking $170 million ticket. Who cares? There, yeah. Someone's willing to pay him, so take it. But uh, Suds and Super, Borderlands Brewing Company, sponsored again by Southwest Turf Support. Uh, they sponsor us. And also Harold's uh, Fertilizer, I think is what they are. They're all over the country. Uh, thank you, Cody, for doing that. Thank you, Chad, for sponsoring us. And uh, hopefully we see some people there. Then the next day on Wednesday, we have a uh, golf event with Cactus and Pine. It's just golf only. We're playing at La Paloma. Uh, there's a couple of us going down on Tuesday to play pre at Vantana Canyon. Never played it. Heard it's sick. Tuesday. So on Tuesday before Suds and Super, we're going to stay over at the night at La Paloma. Uh, that's pretty much all I got this week. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad. Let's go, honey, right? Yeah.